Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! I'm back, and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass! That's how it's done. Listening to Rob and Slim interviews with Rob. Sports, am I right? And Slim. What about politics? Internet radio's finest. Rob and Slim Show. Hey, this is Gabriel Rutledge. Gabriel Rutledge, how are you, my friend? Comedian, author, and podcaster from Olympia, Washington. That's that's got to be me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, def- it's definitely probably you, Gabriel. How long have you been doing comedy for, dude? Uh, you know what? I've been <clears throat> I've been doing comedy long enough that when I say it, people clap like I'm saying I'm sober. Uh, <laughs> tw- twenty years. Wow. Uh, just yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? One day at a time. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You got you got like a badge for that. I feel, or a chip. <laughs> How do they do that? Half off, half off chicken strips for life. <laughs> but dude, everything I saw of yours, I loved. I I, I love all all your stuff. Um, and I I just figured I figured you were like pretty much set as far as comedy goes. Uh, you figured I was pretty much what? Like set. Like, are, are you like a headliner type dude? You're you're good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, sure. It's been. Uh, I mean, this is a weird year, but uh, yeah, yeah. I've been. I've I've been. Uh, it's been my actual job for a long time, which is a pretty sweet loophole in adulthood. Right. That's that is amazing. Like, uh, you mentioning real quick though, this year, like right now, are you performing? <clears throat> yeah, some. Uh, first I'm doing a, some Zoom shows, which is a special brand of hell, uh, where you perform for people whose dogs are barking, or maybe they're, I, I perform for a guy driving, I perform for, uh, I could see a guy at the store buying eggs, and I'm up there with my, uh, thoughts and jokes, just eating my own asshole. Uh, so that, I'm doing some Zoom, and I'm doing some in-person travel, way less and I, I don't even know if I want to be doing it at this point but it is it is I, I think about like explaining this time to future generations and it'll be like oh so you only got to travel to places where the coronavirus pandemic wasn't that bad and then I'll be like no 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 I performed the places that was the worst it was the worst yeah <laughs> they were the ones letting yeah. us perform because yeah. <laughs> they were they were the only ones where it was allowed so it's like I I I live in Washington State, and we haven't been able to do anything forever uh, as far as live performance, uh, and feel that's been shut down. And but it's like you know, uh, Oklahoma's open, Kansas is open, so that's where the, the places I I was already booked to do. I'm I'm still uh, I'm oh, still doing them, and I'm no. half grateful, yeah. and I'm half like, what the fuck <laughs> am I doing? 
Do you get any hecklers on Zoom, Gabriel? Or do you just get like an offended uh, cashier at at the at the market? <laughs> you know what? I would say it's not even heckling, but it's so more it's so much more personal yeah. when you're. Uh, it's sort of like your TV is talking to you. So people, if you're in in a in a in a room, uh, a nightclub or whatever, a comedy club, and there's a, a waitress or whatever, and there's drinks. You have a certain, or a theater, you're like, okay, I should be quiet, someone's performing. But when you're watching a screen, just like you would you watch, you know, the way I watch TV with my wife is I start making comments about the dumb show we're watching. <laughs> That's what people do for Zoom comedy, where they're like, yeah, reminds me of your, uh, your brother Bob. You know what I mean? Oh, they're no. just like having a conversation. And I'm like, hey, 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 I can hear you. Uh, so it, it's definitely not but the, the other side is, I've done them where everyone is muted. That's what I was Every wondering. Every single person. Well, that is if you could do insane. That. <laughs> so you have no feedback. You don't even Well, you, don't you even have hear. feedback in what you see. You can see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It is, it, 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 the level, the, my bar for success in a Zoom show is like, well, how'd it go? I'm like, well, you know what? I heard a couple chuckles, and I saw a couple of smiles. There you so, go. So uh, I, I killed it. <laughs> oh man but uh being married and, and having kids and being a comedian is, is that a lot to juggle uh it is it's been i mean okay if you're looking for a silver lining uh to this year is i have been home a lot more which has been nice uh i actually i used to say i used to say on stage i used to be like uh i i miss my kids when i travel not the first day uh and now it's now it's like on a Zoom show. I say I miss missing my kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? I haven't, yeah. I haven't had that feeling in a while. Uh, but it's it's uh, oh yeah, it's a crazy. It's really you know I have three, uh, which is a lot. I didn't mean to do that, but I have three kids, uh, and that's a lot to leave uh, with my wife when I go out and uh, you know tell my dumb jokes to uh drunk people in oklahoma is, is it like i don't know uh like now that you're home is it, is it pose like a whole bunch of new problems like i, I don't really like this son of mine as much like it, or i can't wait for dad to I get mean, back out on the road it's <laughs> it's you know what it, it's it's hard to uh to never get a break from your kids. I don't mind the yes. no break from my wife, but I want, yeah. it's like parents always bitch about summer because it's like, oh my God, I need him to go back to school. Well, this, it's been a year of summer. Yes. Me it's, and my ex-wife are always like I mean? that with our sons. It's like, oh my God, they're driving me crazy. I can't wait for them to go there. And then we're like, oh my God, I miss them. It's like, it's always like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's been, uh, it's been, and my, you know, my youngest is nine and she's doing, it's all online school and it's, you know, she, she watches her teacher like it's the worst YouTube channel she's ever seen. Just disdain, just the look <laughs> on her face, like, you know, unsubscribe. This is awful. <laughs> Dislike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so that, that part's been, uh, uh, it's been pretty crazy. And that's, you know, schools, they keep saying stuff like, you know, uh, well, it's been a bit of a challenge, but I think we found our footing. And like all the parents are like, no, no, we haven't. It's been a fucking disaster from the beginning, and it will be until hopefully these vaccines save us all. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm hoping for this year is the vaccine. 
Just I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm first. I'd be first in line if I could. You yeah. know what? I don't even. <laughs> I wonder how the anti-vaxxers oh, like, are gonna feel though. You know, you you got the anti-vaxxers that are like, no, that's gonna that's mind control. Like, <laughs> I wonder how that's gonna go down. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that'll happen. But at the same time, it'll probably be one of those things where, like, I think if you're not. You already have to prove your kids are vaccinated to go to public school, I think. Yes, oh. I feel the same. I feel the same. And I just I hope it is. I hope it's the mind control like alien, you know, we're going to all turn to lizards or we're going we're going to grow a flipper. <laughs> like maybe maybe that's maybe that's what we That's need. how we end the coronavirus. Yeah. We all turn to <laughs> yeah. aliens. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's true though cuz at this point it's like whatever. You think Bill Gates is putting a 5G chip in all of us through a vaccine, whatever. <laughs> Whatever YouTube video you watched while you had the perfect amount of drugs to make it seem realistic. Uh, At that point, that reality kind of sounds better than this one. Right? Yeah. At least we can go around with those, with the tentacles. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, uh, it's like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take Bill Gates, uh, dystopia compared to this, uh, coronavirus dystopia. This isn't good either. (laughs) You know? It definitely sucks. It definitely. I got a question. I'm wondering with doing the um, the comedy on like Zoom calls, and I mean most entertainers are doing like I, I like musicians and stuff are doing like the Zoom thing. Do you think that's going to become a norm when the coronavirus goes away? Like our tour is going to be, oh, we're doing this venue, this venue, and then we're doing a uh, Zoom on Sunday. You know what? I think uh, in my business, what will stick around is what I would call the corporate Zoom. Uh, meaning whatever it's for, it's for a a company or it's for a conference. Uh, and you know, I think, I think a lot of things people used to travel for, like, Oh, we're all going to have a, whatever, an insurance salesman conference in Omaha. Yeah. I think they realize how much cheaper it is to do that on zoom. And so I think they'll keep doing it. And I think, and I think maybe at one time I would have flown to Omaha to perform for them. And I think they will still be doing i think the zoom corporate will probably stay around for a little bit but man i kind of hope not too much or will the clubs I, I be know. zooming you will the clubs be zooming you as well <laughs> like you, you know you'll have your crowd and then you'll have the zoomers see here's the problem with comedy is you need a bit of an element of surprise for the jokes to be good i mean you can hear you can hear your favorite jokes uh several times and enjoy them but at the same time it's i can't as opposed to a musician, I can't just be like, I'm doing a Zoom show every Saturday. Come check it out. Because it's pretty much the same show. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, can't, I, can't, I, can't just, I can't just market myself to the same people over and over again to watch the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So it's like, it's, uh, <clears throat> it, it is a weird thing where it's like, uh, I don't know. I think there's a scenario where, where I think people are even more excited to actually go out. I know... Things that I used to hate, like uh, going to a kid's birthday party, not my kid, but a different kid. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what are we doing this weekend? We're, you know, whatever. Timmy's got a birthday and we all got to go to Chuck E. Cheese. And I'd be like, God damn it. How is this my life? I hate this. I would kill for an awkward Chuck E. Cheese birthday party right now. (laughs) 
<laughs> so would I. That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> you, you just made me think, too, like uh, doing comedy on Zoom, you can't do the uh, Los Angeles or, oh, yeah. oh, here we are in New <laughs> yeah, Jersey. <exactly. laughs> you can get a good yeah, USA exactly. chant going. Yeah, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Zoom, yeah. Zoom. I mean, because it always goes into like a joke people? about that place. <laughs> I just flew in from, uh, you know what, and uh, boy, is my, you know what, tired. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what kind of what kind of internet you guys got? You got to try to be relatable. You know? That five five G or something yeah. over here? What do you got over here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, Gabriel, your book looks awesome, and I do want to pick it up. Uh, Happiness isn't funny, and it's about uh, being a road comic, correct? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's uh, you know. It even has good reviews, and most of the people don't even know me. You were uh, reading that. Yes, that's what I, before the show, Slim was looking at them, and they are a that, lot of verified purchasers. Yeah, that's the first and, thing I said to Rob. I was like, not only does the book have good reviews, but they're not fake reviews, because yeah. everyone that reviewed it has actually purchased his book. <laughs> that speaks true. for itself. I'll, I'll tell you, well, the book, the, yes, the, the book on Amazon, on Kindle also, uh, it, it's basically a year of my life. Uh, it came out in 2014, but I actually wrote most of it in 2010. So it's kind of, uh, in fact, after shows, when people buy the book from me, often I will sign it, uh, with I'm doing much better now (laughs) 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 because it is, it is kind of a, uh, you know, a time capsule of my, uh, my, my comedy struggles and my, uh, my life struggles. Uh, at that point, and yeah. it is, you know, people yeah. like the honesty, they like the vulnerability, but it's a little, it's a little weird to have that just read over and over again uh, as as the artist, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and then I'm actually, I'm writing another one this year. Cool, I, I didn't know ask. it would be such an eventful year, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that, that's been really, the book is cool. The book's been, the book's been a new kind of fan that i probably wouldn't have gotten without it so i really i really enjoyed that cool cool and uh, i was gonna ask you too in the in the uh description it talks about the comedy condo is that like the place they set you up in when you're you're out performing because yeah. i've heard a lot of guys talk about that kind of a situation <laughs> yeah it's different when i even when i first started a lot of comedy clubs would have a comedy condo so like two or three comedians would stay there every week so as you would imagine it gets gross Yes. You know what I mean? Even, even even if they clean it, it's you know it's it's alcoholics and drug addicts and people having sex with strangers in the same in the same terrible apartment every week. You know, uh, so it, it it is one of those things where like uh, <laughs> there's less of them there than there used to be. It's actually more hotels now, which is nice, but it's also it's also uh, it, it is one of those things where, like, on, when I'm in a comedy condo, you do feel like you're a part of some... It's not a good lineage, but you're like, oh, man, this is... People have been staying here for 20 years. That's my stain. You know? That's my stain right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's all sort of... You know, there's, like, urban legends about... Con- Never eat the mayonnaise. You can figure out why. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's just all, all those things. And it's like, there's even, like, a... This isn't, like, my joke. It's, like, an inside comedy joke. Uh, which is like this, this comic dies, he goes to hell and Satan is like, uh, well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, hell needed a comedian. We have this beautiful comedy club. It's probably the most beautiful showroom you've ever seen. Uh, we have a new audience every single night of, you know, 500 plus people. It's always sold out. 
Uh, you can have sex with any of our beautiful staff that you want. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. And then the comedian's like, wait a minute, this sounds incredible. I, I thought this was hell. And then Satan goes, oh, well, you haven't seen the condo. <laughs> like I feel like Slim's house. Comedy joke. I feel like Slim's house is a comedy condo. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's like, I, yeah, I, I don't know if I should be sitting here, oh, but. I've, I've lived in worse places in my, I mean, the place I lived right out when I was in a band, uh, oh. <laughs> when, 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 when the bass player was living in the closet and, uh, yeah, that was definitely worse than a comedy condo. Did he just like the closet? Did it make him feel like secure? How did that go? He just, he just, he could never get out. You know what I mean? He never could live with it. No. Uh, was he, he renting was the closet? And he didn't yeah. pay rent. Oh. <laughs> he didn't pitch in, so he's got the closet. Sleeping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, how long were you in a band, Gabriel? Um, I mean, eight years, maybe, like right after high oh. school. Uh, until a little after I started comedy, and you know, it was like, oh wow, so that was the like, backup plan. Was yeah, like, I'm either gonna be a rock star or a comedian. That's like amazing. Oh god, I know. <laughs> I know. my my wife was with me through all of them. She's the worst gold digger ever. Uh, <laughs> I mean, when I started comedy, the first time I got paid to do comedy, it was like you get whatever. It was you do drive here, you get a hundred bucks in a hotel room, and I was like, are you? Shitting me? Because right. I was coming from, I was coming from like, if we're lucky, we made forty dollars and we split it three ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm right. like, this is, I made it. This is incredible. <laughs> like, comedy is like, it takes music to make comedy look like a good business idea. Yeah, right? that's like, that's like, uh, you know, you're making salary at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, 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 I was a drummer. Uh, I was, a, I mean, you know, I delivered pizza. That was my, uh, I actually, I delivered pizza and then I delivered, uh, Mexican food, kind of a lateral move in the oh, business. Right. But, uh, <laughs> nice. but that was, you know, that's what I did, uh, till I was like 26. What, uh, what type of band was it? We were, uh, you know, I graduated high school in 1992, you know, Olympia, Washington, sort of like right when Nirvana was breaking and all that stuff. So we were kind of like that kind of music, a little heavier, a little more punk rock. Uh, when I look back, I'm like, why did we ever think we would be <laughs> that popular? There was, you know what I mean? It was like the ceiling on the style of music we were playing was pretty low. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like, it'd be like, yeah, I don't know. If we got a major label deal, we might sign. We might not. No one asked. No one fucking asked. Nobody came knocking. Nah. So, yeah, <laughs> no. <that's... laughs> oh, shit. I do. I love your podcast, too, Gabriel, called The Rutledges, which you do with your wife. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we're, we're, uh, it's, it's funny because whenever you talk to comedy industry type people, they're like, what you need to do is like, uh, get like a really successful podcast. And I'm like, well, I do one with my wife and we never have guests. Is that a good idea? And they're like, no, that's not, that's terrible. That's, <laughs> that's not going to get you anything. I feel like that's uh, cool yeah, though. It's really, it's really fun. It's really fun to do that with my wife. And, uh, yeah, it's called the Rutledges, all the places you get podcasts. And uh, it's uh, nothing too serious. There's not. Uh, we're not smart enough to talk politics. So neither are we. But uh, we do. We do. We like eclipse. I get. I get eclipse. It sneaks in. Yeah. 
Plus, I, right now, you don't have to be very smart to talk politics. No, because I feel like we're smarter than the politicians <laughs> at this point, Gabriel. It's, it's a whole yeah. new world. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. You're not wrong. Oh, God. When when Trump got elected, the, the common thinking was like, this is going to be so good for comedy, and it is not at all been good for comedy. I just, uh, not even that. I just thought like life was going to be like just okay. It wasn't going to change that drastically, but no, it is. It's it's miserable. It's miserable. <laughs> it really is. Oh. Uh, but don't worry. We uh, we elected a kindly old man to yes. usher us into the next four years. I, I feel like that's what everybody just, everybody missed like a real politician. Like everybody just wanted that back. Like, uh, you know, we had so many years of just we, politicians and then we're like, no, give it, give us back something normal. I know. I tell, I feel that's what I, my son is 18 now. And that's what I said to him is I'm like, I don't, I just want us to calm down. I want the government to go back to like, behind closed doors fucking over its people. That's the system we were used to. Dude, and that, and I just wonder what they're going to uncover. What is the stuff like that he hasn't been public with? Because I'm sure there's a ton of it, but the stuff he's public with is oh horrible. But there's got to be a sure. slew of shit they're going to uncover once they step in the, to, to the White House. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure. The amount of books that are going to... Uh, there's already been plenty, but there's the amount of books that'll be out in the next five years or ten years I, I, th- I think Slim Trump uh, yeah. touched on it earlier too. Like, what is he going to do? What's he going to do when he's out of office? He's yeah, going to sell our secrets. Yeah, or just do- he's going to tweet every little secret yeah. ever that he learned as being a president. <laughs> <laughs> it will hope, all be on Twitter. So dumb. I, ho- I hope he's dumb enough that the things he reveals are like boring. Like it's, it's like uh, White House pizza sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, don't go yeah, to the yeah, salad bar. <laughs> Talk about he, he starts yeah. suing. He starts suing the White House, the White House dining area. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, what's yeah, the next exactly. lawsuit going to be? Like it's it's sickening. It's sickening. Oh <laughs> no, it really is. And I, I I you know like I said with my 18 year old son, he got to vote and everything. And I'm like just so you know, I can't guarantee it's not going to be like this for the rest of your life but i can tell you it didn't used to be like this no that's all i can tell you you know <laughs> yes oh it's a rough one but yeah hopefully hopefully it gets at least hopefully it gets covid free that's all i'm hoping for at this point that would be great if I trump's know, presidency ends with covid and biden starts with curing covid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but trump's gonna take well, you- the the credit if Biden doesn't, he'd be like, "That's because I started curing." I, I was- oh, he's already. You hear him talking like that. He's he. he you know what? He's like just because of the timing of it. Yes. If if the vaccines are like they all say they're going to be, then it's like that'll start happening even before Biden's in there. And Trump's like, "I did," you know. I did this. That was all me. Like he was he was in the lab with a couple of beakers of. Uh, <laughs> Couple of bats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Gabriel, thank you so much for talking to us, man. It's been a blast. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. No problem. Where can everybody find you? Uh, on Twitter at Gabe Rutledge. Uh, I think Instagram's the same thing. Uh, GabrielRutledge.com uh, for all your links. Appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. No, thank you. And definitely, uh, I'd love to do it again sometime. And. Uh, let us know when you got a uh, new book and all that. And I, I definitely am looking right forward on. to reading the other one. Thank you, dude. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Have a good night. Cool. We will be back in a few minutes with Dylan Attack. Cool. Or Attic. Attic, I think it is. Yeah, Yeah, but 
Driz might have a yeah. Don't Attack Me Dylan song. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure yeah. it out. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you, Dylan hey. Attic? I'm excellent. Good, good. You are in Ontario? I am. I'm here in uh, Hamilton, Ontario. Oh, cool, cool. We got you. We got you on video. Uh, are you ready for Christmas, Dylan? I am. I am ready for Christmas. Can't wait. I saw your uh, your glasses. They they were amazing. They're uh, oh, thank you. reindeer glasses. That's cool. Yes. What do you do, Dylan? You you do a web show, correct? So uh, so not uh, not a web show, uh, not a web show. So um, so um, so uh, uh, so over the so over the years here. So I work with so I work with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. So uh, they're they're uh, they're a Canadian football league team. So kind of like the NFL, right? And I help out with the Hamilton Bulldogs, uh, so hockey. Uh, the, so it's the two local pro sports teams here in Hamilton. So I've been doing that for a couple, uh, for over ten years. And cool. and uh, in my in my spare in my spare time, I like to, I like to meet celebrities. I've met the Queen of England. Yes, I saw Prince that. Harry. I saw that you gave the Queen flowers. You met the Prince. I think they said you met uh, the Queen twice. I think like that's awesome. Yeah, actually, I'll show you my room here. Actually. See, this is Crosby's jersey. And his side. Cool. Yeah. Mean, mean Prince Harry. Wow. That's amazing. And then, and then a picture of Crosby down here. Cool. How do you connect with these people? I just write them letters, and, and oh, if they come to, like, the Hamilton area, then I try to go down and... Uh, Say hi to them. That's awesome. And, then, and that's the Queen of England, Judge Judy. Oh, cool. Nice. <laughs> Sounds yeah. awesome. My dad would like that. He watches Hillary. Judge Judy every day. Hillary Duff. Cool. Yeah. That's quite and the, then the, the room. Betty White. <laughs> All right. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Alex Trebek. Wow. Cool. Very he wrote cool. a paragraph. Wow. And I got Regis Philbin over here. Dude, awesome. That's awesome, wow. Dylan. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. What? I saw and, the. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, so, um, so, uh, how I got connected with Frankie, uh, back in the summertime, well, I have autism, right? So, and I look up, and my, my, my friend Wendy, uh, used to work for the Bulldogs. She, she used to live out in Nova Scotia, and she goes, you know, I got a, I got a, I got a friend that that might want to meet you. So, so uh, yeah, Frankie and I got connected in the summertime. He sent me his uh, "Be Prepared" book, and he signed it for me, and I got his bobblehead, and so uh, we started zooming this past summer, and uh, and then I said to Frankie, you know what? Let's let's you know, you know, we're in tough times right now so let's make the most out of our time and you know let's start reaching out to celebrities and see if they want to zoom with us i saw that you know, what the heck right yes yeah that's cool yeah so uh so we um started zooming and then uh our first celebrity was uh was with vincent m ward from the walking dead which was really nice who does he play and then what's that who does he play on the walking dead oh man uh I, I forget what character he. I forget what character he was. Uh, but uh, cool. Um, but 
but yeah, we, we resumed. That was our first one. And then we resumed with uh, Alex Singleton, who plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. Cool. Wow. Yeah, he used to play for, yeah, he used to play for the Calgary Stampedos. And we, um, yeah, we've been zooming ever since. Uh, we, uh, and then, uh, and then, and then the local newspaper in Frankie's area picked up on our story and they thought it was a cool idea. So, so we, we got on the front page of Frankie's newspaper and then, and then our local, the local, uh, paper here in Hamilton, they picked up on it as well. They did a story in it and, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so, uh, I've been emailing celebrities, uh, and uh, I told I told I always tell Frankie, let me do the emailing, and then when we do it, if we get any celebrities that agree to Zoom with us, then we Zoom, and then then and then we take uh, I take the screenshots because uh, Frankie always likes to show up his book and his bobblehead and action figures, and then we always chat about the weather, or and then we always ask them, you know, what what the favorite actor or actress was to work with, and. I always stump them on that question. They know they're always like, "Wow, that's a good question." You always, you know, that's a that's a really good question to ask. <laughs> awesome. I was gonna say too, you you might uh, want to have some action figures made too. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Yeah. That's why I didn't know. I didn't know uh, either if you if you had met Frankie before, like previously, uh, or do you plan on meeting him uh, personally? I hope. I- I, I really, I really hope to meet him like as soon as, you know, all this fly, fly passes by, you know. Yeah. As soon as COVID's over, I really want to meet Frankie. Like I know Frankie always wants to go on his world tour, so I told him to come here to Hamilton. It's my birthday in July, so I'm hoping he comes for my birthday at the end of July if we can make oh, it happen. Cool. That'd be awesome. How far is um where you are from Nova Scotia? Oh wow. Um, a lot of miles, a lot of miles away. I'm here in Ontario, so and Frankie's out in Nova Scotia, so I, ha- I have to, I have to fly, uh, fly there. Okay. There. I didn't know. Is that like an opposite oh, coast drive, or um, just, just pretty far? Because I know Canada's pretty much as big as the U.S. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. You can drive. I think you could drive to Nova Scotia, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From Hamilton. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to. Probably yeah. like a day drive or something. Yeah. Uh, how do you? What do you think, though, Dylan? Do you think COVID's gonna go away in twenty twenty one? I hope so. I hope so. You know, uh, we you know we can it it can only get better from here. Hopefully, you know, uh, you know twenty twenty you know certainly has been a challenge for everyone. Um, but you know, uh, I I've lost over. I, I've lost over 56 pounds since COVID started, so I'm pretty happy about that. That's good. Yeah, and, usually yeah, people I mean, would have the other the other way. The, you know, people would say they gain weight. How? Yeah. You, what have you been doing to stay fit? Yeah, I've been I've been biking. I've been cool. doing cardio in my basement. Having having an elliptical machine in my basement. Um, I have a treadmill too. So. Yeah, at the start uh, at the start of COVID, I was at two I was at two fifty pounds. Now I'm at one eighty seven pounds. Very that's good. Awesome. That's Congrats. that's an amazing yeah. uh, change. Very yeah. good. Congrats, Dylan. Yeah, thank you. No problem. Are you going to be getting together with family at Christmas? Yeah, ju- just uh, just uh, just our household because we said you know we we want to you know play it safe and you know next year hopefully when things are all better. 
we can be able to celebrate once and for all again. Yeah, it was tough just Thanksgiving last month. Like, I didn't get to see my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Usually she has it at her house every year, but we all did. Like you said, just our immediate family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I- but yeah, it's been, a, yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun, you know, getting to know Frankie. It's been amazing. That's great. Do you have something special planned um, for Christmas with uh, the, the Zoom show you guys are doing? Well, um, so um, the so uh, after when Fra- so after when Frankie and I started zooming, uh, I thought, and after when after when we started zooming with the celebrities, and when we got in the our two local papers, right? Um, so cable fourteen is a local cable station here in Hamilton, so. So they, so um, so they they did a um, a show out of that. So uh, yeah, so uh, the shows will start airing in January. Oh, it's it's g- called the uh, Dylan. It's called the Dylan and Frankie Show. It's gonna be on, on TV. 14. It's gonna be on like cable. Yeah, cable, oh, uh, cable fourteen, cool. and I think you can watch it online too on li- live stream. And so I can send you guys the link uh, to Cable 14's website too. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Uh, and I, I was gonna say too, you had a guy from Forrest Gump on your show. You've had a lot of like awesome actors. Yeah, yeah we had we had Brett Rice the other day. Um, yes, we had Brett Rice. Uh, he was really cool. Uh, he was in uh, yeah, he was in Forrest Gump and Remember the Titans and the movie Sully. Yes. Um, we uh, we're actually zooming with uh, Jackie Jackie Tohen uh, uh, next week. Uh, she. Uh, she was. She actually um, 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 has been in a few movies, and uh, she was roommates with uh, Justin Timberlake's wife at one point. Cool. I bet she got yeah. some stories. I, I, I bet she got some stories about Justin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Would you also interview musicians? Yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, I, I, I like. Maybe Taylor Swift. That'd be cool. She's always been one of my favorites. So nice. I I, I only got a rapper. His name is the Driz. I don't think I don't think you want to talk to him, Dylan. He's he, <laughs> yeah. What's up, Dylan? He, he's here. He's here right now. His name is the Driz. And <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a famous internet rapper. You heard of me, right? Yeah. Hey, Driz. Yeah. Say. Do you want to rap for him, Driz? I, all right, hold on. I'll get you a beat real quick, Driz. You could you could rap for <laughs> Dylan real quick. Uh, here we go. Yeah, all right. Listen to this. Yo, this is uh, Driz, and I'm talking to my boy, Dylan. Dylan A. Tack. That's not a tack. That's Dylan A. Tack. He a really good guy. He does a lot of stuff with sports. I'm not a very sporty person. One time. I played hockey and I got hit in the face by a puck and it hurt really bad. Yeah. But my boy Dylan, I bet he never's gotten hit in the face with a puck cause he dodged like a martial artist. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all he's got. That's all he's got, Dylan. Good job, Driz. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the jersey. I try to I try to shut his mic off as much as possible, Dylan, but he's always here. So where are you guys from? We're in New Jersey. We're in New Jersey. Uh, New Jersey, nice. Down the shore, kind of by Atlantic City. Nice. Have you ever so been? So where the New Jersey Devils are? Yes. Yep. Have you Have you ever been to the states, Dylan? I've been to Buffalo. I've been to Buffalo and uh, to go see the Sabres play and. Uh, 
and uh, I've been to uh, Walt Disney World in Florida. So. That's cool. And Sandusky, and Sandu- actually, and Sandusky, Ohio, too, uh, to Cedar Point. Nice, nice. That's that's yep. super cool. Have you traveled with? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. What's the 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 sports team you work with again? The the uh, Hamilton Hamilton Tiger Cats. Tiger Cats. Do you, King, so the do you the, travel the with them? League. I'm I'm sorry. Do you travel uh, with them? Doing some, sometimes to like Ottawa, Montreal, and uh, and Toronto games as well. Cool, cool. Yeah, I've been to Toronto once when I used to work at a radio station. And the Great Cup. And the Grey Cup too. When we go, if we if we go to the Grey Cup, so last year we went, we clinched the Grey Cup game, and we went to the, we were in the one hundred and eighth Grey Cup in Calgary, and uh, Keith Oban played the halftime show, and uh, and uh, Keith Oban's uh, lock uh, lock room was right down the hallway from our lock room, so uh, we actually met Keith Oban uh, the day before uh, because he was doing a sound check. That's cool. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah, I've been to Toronto once. It's a beautiful city. It's I just remember it. Uh, it's really clean and just a really cool place to hang out. It is. It's it's a, it's really cool. It's really cool up here. It's, and and Niagara Falls too. I really like going to Niagara Falls. Yeah, I was I was I was wondering that if you lived in Canada, if that was as cool as for us. Because I remember on the way up, we stopped, and I was like, "This is super cool. This is super cool." <laughs> Yeah, it's really cool, yes. And going to Clifton Hills, yeah, it's really cool. Nice, nice. What um, uh, I want to ask too, Dylan, so far on your show, what's been one of your favorite interviews? One of my favorite interviews? Uh, we, zo- Frankie and I zoomed with Megan Kavanaugh. She was, uh, she played Marla Hooch in the famous baseball movie, uh, A League of Their Own, which wow. Tom Hanks was in. Yes. And, uh, yeah, as they say, there's no crying in baseball. So, and uh, when we zoomed to throw, actually, uh, Frankie was showing up, showing off his bobbleheads to uh, to Megan, and uh, Megan had a, her own bobblehead as well. <laughs> that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And what is your favorite sport, Dylan? My favorite sport. I like hockey. I like. I really like hockey. What What is it about hockey? The The physical. Uh, part Physical of it. Physical in the fights. Yeah. In the fights, yeah. I feel like, yeah, you don't get that in any other sport. In, in other sports, they usually try to stop you from fighting, but hockey, it's, yeah. it's cool. <laughs> yeah. what, uh, what, uh, what's the one of the coolest things you've seen working with the Tiger Cats? Coolest things? Uh, probably going to the Great, probably going to the Great Cup. That's always been... We haven't won a well. I haven't won a Grey Cup yet with the team, but it's been. I've been to three Grey Cups. I've been to BC, Saskatchewan, and uh, Saskatchewan was uh, really interesting. Uh, um, that week, uh, everyone got frostbite. Well, not well. A couple of the players got frostbite because it was so freezing, and uh, and uh, and majority of the guys on the team, though, you know, from down south, right? So they don't understand the really coldness up here so it was uh yeah it was that was interesting week but yeah so calgary saskatchewan and bc going to the great cups uh that was fun that's cool how do you how do you fix frostbite like i that's something like how do you get rid <laughs> yeah. of it is it something that is always there or do you have to take a part off like you just you... shove it into a fire <laughs> shove your whole hand <laughs> into a fire <laughs> You're good. yeah oh. a new surgery 
<laughs> yeah, does frostbite go away? I don't know. I don't know. I don't ever want to get frostbite. No. <laughs> uh, do you have your own jersey, Dylan? My own jersey? Uh, I don't know. N- not yet, no. Okay. That's cool. Have you? Um, do you participate in any of the sports that you enjoy? Um, I, uh, I, I, I uh, used to do bowling a couple years ago, so... That that was fun. I like I like to uh, I like to bowl a lot. So when I was little, I was in a bowling league. Nice. But uh, but yeah, just uh, help out help out from behind the scenes uh, with the bulldogs and the tie cats. That's what I do. Yeah. Cool. And Dylan, what do you what else do you do just for fun? What are you into? Movies, video games. Speaking of movies, I uh, actually look at the movie. I actually look at uh, the movie theater here in Hamilton. Uh, it's called Cineplex. Set of books oh, entertainment. So, okay. Cool. Yeah, so I've been there for uh, nine years now. Um, watch my anniversary with Justice Passati, uh, nice. and we've uh, we've actually uh, we've actually had to close down again because we're wondering. in the red zone yeah. red yeah. zone here. So yeah, because our theaters, even though um, when we when they reopened. Uh, they weren't bringing enough money no. in because people weren't going, and there aren't being a lot of movies put out right now, so they closed down yeah. indefinitely. Yeah, correct. Yeah, so yeah, it's been a, yeah, so it's been a, because yeah, n- normally at this time of year, well, oh, I mean, like this time of year is very busy at the movies. Like yeah. Christmas times are very busy uh, time of the year, so yeah, it's actually uh, been, uh, you know. Quite interesting to say the least. That's like, one. Of, yeah. That's right one now, of the things I miss the right most. Now, I, I love the movies. I, I hope that um, after COVID goes away, we get movie theaters back. I yeah. hope it doesn't just all be. Yeah, I can't digital. wait. I can't yeah. wait because yeah, I remember like when Star Wars come out when I was uh, always walking because I I always clean the auditoriums and I always rip the tickets, and I remember the entire lobby being very packed yeah. every time. The, I, I got what? to see the the move right before we went on lockdown. The uh, mm-hmm. the movie The Hunt came out, and our friend Steve was in that. So like, I got to see that. That was one of the last weeks the the theaters were open yeah. here. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, and we actually uh, who uh, Frank and I actually zoomed with uh, Isaac Gratton uh, back uh, a couple weeks ago. He was in uh, The War with <laughs> Grandpa uh, with Robert De Niro. Oh. I want to see yeah. that movie. My son uh, sent me the trailer of that, and that looks like a really fun movie. Yeah, and I and uh, Isaac actually, uh, he's actually from from uh, my area. So, uh, so one of my friends uh, taught him dance class. So, uh, so, uh, so I reached out to her and I said, "Hey, can we get Isaac on?" She goes, "Yeah, no problem." So Frank and I zoomed with him. So yeah, he was really cool, and I actually I uh, got the movie poster from. From one of my managers at the work, so I can give it to him. Cool, that's awesome. What uh, what was your favorite or favorite thing working at a movie theater? My favorite thing is probably interacting with the guests and and cleaning up. I mean, like in cleaning large rooms because it always gives you a good workout. Oh. Hustling up, oh. uh, hustling up and down the stairs and. And actually having some popcorn, too. Yeah. I was going to say, too, I remember, uh, I forget what, if it was last summer or when, when it was, because m- when my Ooh. sons come up to visit, um, we always go see movies. And I remember one day we went, uh, and we had gone a week before, and I forget who the, was uh, checking or, you know, taking our tickets. And uh, they were like, oh, we, mm-hmm. they remembered seeing us. They, you know, they, yeah, it was cool. like, they were mm-hmm. like, welcome back. So it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, we we always get a always get a sometimes I always get like the like the same guests every time. Like they always like to come see movies when yeah. they come out. So yeah, it's it's always fun getting to know them. Did you ever have a problem with uh with anyone going there? Because I don't know about here there, but like here you get you get a crowd of kids. They just yeah, they're there to Delinquent. like to cause they trouble. They sneak in the you know movies what? without paying. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. You know, you you get the crowd like that. Maybe like on a Friday night, like uh, you know, a couple of teenagers. You know, yeah, wanting to have some fun. You know, and you know, make noise in the theaters, and you have to go in and say, "Hey, you gotta quiet down, or I see can't can't be in here." And they normally are pretty good a lot of the time. So if you tell them once, uh, yeah, remember uh, we had yeah. the. The arcade, and uh, they used to reach into the basketball games and oh, no. try to get the basketballs oh, out. So <laughs> fun times. Show, but, yeah, yeah. Did, I did remember. You... Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna ask him, if, um, Dylan. Did you get to see movies for free when you worked at the theater? Oh yes, yeah. Uh, so uh, I can take a guy. I can take. I can take one of you guys with me, and you and uh, to the show, and I get him for free uh, with awesome. the, every every. Every pay week, I, uh, when payday uh, payday happens, uh, they give us a movie pass. That's oh, cool. Wow. That's cool. Very yep. cool. And you said you've been there nine years, Dylan? Nine years, yeah. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. I just hit five years of my job the other day. Nice, congrats. Thanks, thanks. You too, man. Dylan, yeah. Dylan, thank you so much for talking to us. It's been a blast, my friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be on the Robin Slim Show. It's, it's my honor. Thank you. Uh, it's ours. Can you, would you be able to do uh, us a favor and say, this is Dylan Attic and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show? This is Dylan Attic and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Thank Tune you. Tune in every Wednesday. Oh, thank Perfect. you. Perfect. Thank you so much, Dylan. Thank you, guys. Where can everybody find you? You can find me at my uh, Twitter page at TyCatFan7 or Instagram page at Maple Leafs 7, like Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay, Maple Leafs. And uh, and Ticat, T-I-C-A-T, correct? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome, Dylan. Have a good one. Thank you, guys. Take well, care, Dylan. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So cool. So yeah. cool. And thank you, Frankie, for connecting us with Dylan. Yeah, that was awesome. Very cool. Very cool. We'll be back in a few. Yard of Blondes. Hello. Hello. Hey guys, Hi. it's Rob Slim. How are you guys doing? Good. Awesome. How are you guys? Very good. Very good. Alternative rock band and grunge band. Yarda Blondes. Well, where are you guys originally from? As you can hear, maybe we are from France. I, I'd read that. And you're <laughs> you're but are you in LA right now? Yeah, if we're located in LA. It's been ten years now. Cool, cool. So, do you guys have a big following in France and the U.S.? I, I hope so. Um, at least Spotify tells us that we're doing good in both countries. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who are the original members? It's Fanny and, and Vincent. And Vincent, okay. And how did you guys meet uh, Burak and Forrest? Uh, along the way, actually, we started Fanny and I, and um, we were just an acoustic folky duet at the beginning. And Fanny, after some time of playing a lot of dive bars just with our, our guitar and singing, she got tired and she was like, I want to have something more savage. 
Some something wilder. So tired. <laughs> let's make a, a full rock band. I'm tired of doing this comp stuff. Let's rock out. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> were your fans like, did you have a new fan base at that point? Or were the old fans like along with it? Or were they just like, we can't listen to this heavy stuff? How did that work? I think we've you, we've been confusing our fans a few times. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> we started as a folky duet, and then we started doing um, you know rock shows and everything. We released an EP, very rock, and then we got this documentary crew filming us and broadcasting us on live TV in France. But we had to be playing acoustically because we were on a road trip in the desert, and we were supposed to play songs on the road. So again, we're releasing another acoustic song, and then after that, <laughs> we re- release something lighter, a little poppy, and now we're kind of this heavy rock. So we just play whatever we want to do, and I guess people that uh, stay with us, they like that. It's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey. It's a journey. It's uh, it's it's changing. I like that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's super cool. I I I was gonna say you guys, we followed each other. I don't know. It was years ago on Twitter and I've always enjoyed your music. I've always checked you guys out and I've enjoyed it. And just, uh, when I, I don't know which one of you guys messaged me not too long ago about the new single. That's Fanny. And, uh, I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to uh, promote that. And I would love to have you guys on. And it was just so cool. So cool that you guys came on. Thank Thank you you so much. much. (laughs) (laughs) We we split the task. Fanny, she handles all the Twitter and I'll do Instagram. She became so good at it. And, you know, to me, Twitter is an alternative universe. I don't understand it at all. So I'm glad you guys found each other. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I, I feel like we've done way better on Twitter than than the other ones. Twitter is out there. It's... It's its own world. How did you uh, guys choose the name Yard of Blondes? Comes from a song from uh, Jeff Buckley and uh, Yard of Blondes. Actually, it was a cover that he did from an LA girl band called The Nymphs. And we loved the song very much and the aesthetic of it. You know, it made me think about this movie from Sofia Coppola, The Virgin Suicide. I love I love the movie and it thought it was like mystical. But at the same time, it's a funny name too because some people thought that we were referring beers like a yard of blonde. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you guys were all blonde at one point. Right, one of you guys was like, I want to be brunette now. I didn't right. know. <laughs> so we, we just, you know, went with it. We, we like that people don't really know what it's about, but yeah. to it's a, appealing, I guess, to, to most people. That's, that's what they're saying to us anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Um, and I was going to ask too, um, Having been having performed live for so long, is has this year been hard uh, with with the pandemic? Yes, it has been really frustrating. Um, we actually performed a few times uh, the first few months online, but again, we had to be playing acoustic, and <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to confuse people even more. You know, and you have to have like great conditions if you want to stream, which we didn't have. We had a Super bad connection. <laughs> oh yes, I've 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 experienced that uh, a lot, a lot at my house. My connection is not miss, the great. We miss the shows. Yeah, yeah, like the we miss the sweating, you know, and the smell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you miss me. You miss my smell. I'm talking about the crowd, not us. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's got to be a whole different atmosphere performing for the live the live crowds. <laughs> what um, uh, when did you guys first uh uh first start performing in the in the U.S.? We actually met in the U.S., which is the funny story because we're both French. Yes. But we we all came here. Penny was living for a couple of years in London, right? Yes, I was in UK. And it didn't turn. No, it turned out not being uh, successful uh, on any level. On any level. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I was at the you know the end of my life in France, <laughs> back in 2010. So we just moved the you know far away, ah. the further possible, and we. Uh, ended up meeting each other, which wasn't the plan. Because when our common friend introduced us, we were like, "Ah, oh, a I French? I, I, I want to meet French people." I, now. I didn't come <laughs> here for another French person. <laughs> <laughs> but we you know, wanted to be nice to that person, and uh, we met, and we realized we couldn't avoid it because we had the same inspirations, the same will to do our own craft, and. Uh, play beautiful music and discover the U.S. together. So that's how it started. What's the craziest thing you guys seen performing live? Hmm. Oh, I remember one thing. We were playing at the Rainbow, you know, on the Sunset Strip, Sunset Boulevard. Actually, uh, yeah, in, in L.A., very famous joint. And uh, one night we got to perform and there were strippers. And that was really cool because I thought it was just like in the 60s. <laughs> Well, 70s more, maybe. Yeah. Well, 60s, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's the same spirit, actually. There's another story at the same place. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I remember now. So, you know, Ron Jeremy's, the um, foreign... <laughs> oh, you're talking about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> foreign actor. Pretty yes. Pretty, you know. Mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Was he there? He actually, he I don't know. He he always hangs out there. And one one day we were you know promoting one of our shows, and we were just joking about it, like, oh my god, maybe Ron Jeremy is gonna be there. So we put him on the flyer. Ron Jeremy was there, and he was there. He showed up to the show, and that was the weirdest encounter because he came to us, and it's, he, he he had an, an harmonica in his pocket, and he starts playing a French song on his harmonica. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so is he like a fan of his? I, I don't know. Did you have to bring him up on stage yeah. and perform with him? Like, <laughs> no, no. You know, well, uh, we just met him, you know, for ten seconds, and that's it. And that's better for us, I guess, because yeah. now I have so many charges. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to know him now, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, and I wanted to ask you guys too, um who are some of your biggest influences because you have um you have a really unique sound. Like when I listen to you guys, it, it, I don't I don't think like, you know, uh that you remind me of any band in particular, but you guys just have such a co cool sound. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. That's mm -hmm. the best compliment because we're trying to, you know, honor of our, our inspirations but at the same time not copy them yes so i think what we have in common penny and i is the love for the 90s music the grunge and uh but also we love a lot of like uh the, the music from the 60s like the beatles and the beach boys and those are big influences on our harmonies i guess and uh, we love black sabbath 
you know, from the 70s, the heavier stuff like that. Nice. And Fanny, she she's a huge fan of Maria Carey. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's true. No, it's not true. Part of Mariah Carey. <laughs> she's been listening to her since Thanksgiving. <laughs> that Christmas song is kind of catchy. It just destroyed my entire persona. <laughs> Au contraire. I think people love Mariah. <laughs> but just to be serious, Fanny, she loves the punk music. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Distillers and Brody Dale and the Sex Pistols. And the Ramones. Nice. nice. That's, that's I think awesome. we could try to incorporate all of that, even Maria Carey. <laughs> <laughs> I get a little bit, every now and then with you guys, I get a little uh, pumpkins, like Smashing Pumpkins vibes from some Oh, of yeah, tracks. definitely, like, definitely. We but, love them. But like I said, you guys don't don't like make me think of any band in particular, but you guys definitely have that sound and just such a cool, unique sound. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, I, I wanted to know uh, right now, can I play your new song, uh, your new single, Do You Need More? Of course. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, if you, are you going to mute the mic, Slim? Yes. All right. And I will play it. It is Do, Do You Need More? Yeah. Push sure. 
It's really good, guys. Oh. Really good. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> How long did it take to record that track? Oh. <laughs> A thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole album, it says it has been hectic. But, I mean, the track itself, uh, it was a long process because we wanted to really work with a producer in the old school way, like go with demos and then from there work with him, rearrange everything and then, you know, try to really uh, work on the sound of it. So it took like three years to record the whole album. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe a couple of days for this song. Yeah, maybe a week or two for this one. <laughs> it's it sounds like it paid off though. I just, it just sounds so well produced. So it, like it feels like everything has come together. So so great on that track. Thank you. It really was a game of patience. Yeah, but we're not going to do that for the next record. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who does the main vocals? Is that Vincent and Fanny and Fanny? Yes, that's us. That's you guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fanny, she plays the bass and do all the harmonies, and uh, sometimes she has some lead vocals too. And I'll play the guitar and I sing. Nice, nice. What do Barack and Forrest play? Barack uh, plays the guitar and Forrest uh, the drums. The drums. And I heard the drummer's always the wild one. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ours is very quiet, actually. Yeah. He we have a quiet drummer. Yeah. He's very, very shy, but he's very tall. Yeah, very yeah. tall yeah. and very strong. You don't want to mess with him. Don't, don't, don't fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that album, is that already out? No. It's going to be out uh, next year, somewhere around March, <laughs> if everything goes well. We don't know yet, really. Yeah. But... It's ready, ready to go. We're just waiting for the perfect moment. Nice. Well, what is it called? Can you tell us? Yeah, it's called Feed the Moon. Feed the Moon. Cool, cool. Awesome. So it's not, you guys aren't uh, suffering any delays from like the pandemic or anything. It's just you're waiting for the right moment to release it. It's really because of the pandemic, really, yeah. because um, we wanted to release it earlier this year. Oh. And since we can't promote it and go on tour or anything, yeah. better be waiting, you know. But I'm not sure we're going to be able to wait too long because uh, it's okay. We'll just release it, whatever happens, and we'll just make another one in tour for both records later. Yeah, it's got to be so hard to have it and, and to hold it back. It's got to be one of the hardest things. It feels like a curse, you know? Yeah. So many years in the studio, financial struggle to finance it, and now this. Yes. Like, yes. But, you know, well, what a, um, everything's well health-wise for us, so we're not to complain, you know? Yeah. I, I saw on your YouTube you guys did, like, a quarantine show. Have you guys been doing a lot of, like, um, like online shows? Not a lot. We did a couple of acoustic ones, and then we were not very happy, like like we said before. But uh, yeah. so we thought we're gonna do something better, and we did that quarantine show. So everybody uh, recorded themselves in their own place, and then I put it together, uh, mixed it, and it looks like it's a live show now. It looked, it looked <laughs> oh, yeah, really great. I was watching that yeah. too. Close to home. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Where are you guys in uh, California? Are you guys like by LA? Yeah, we're right in the middle of Los Angeles. It's called Mid City. Are you guys on lockdown again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's happening. I, I think. And, so. uh, um, right now we're uh, staying in the house and we can go out after ten 
in the night, I guess. Yes, I feel like we're gonna be there probably, <laughs> probably soon. Yeah. Pro- probably right behind you guys because it's it's getting bad. Mm-hmm. Numbers are not good right here. Where, where are you located? We're New Jersey. Oh yeah, New Jersey. South Jersey, right by Atlantic City. Yeah. Wow. Uh, casino. Yes. <laughs> all the casinos. All the Trump casinos. Yeah. Lived here all my life, went to Atlantic City maybe three times. It's a dumpster <laughs> fire. It, it's, it's not that great. <laughs> Have you guys ever been out to like New York? Have you ever been out to this side? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't play though, but we were here as a tourist, and uh, we loved it. Yeah. yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, I didn't know. Um, when you guys perform, usually, do you usually tour the whole country? No, it never happened. Oh. So right now we played only on the west coast of the U.S. and in Europe, but we wished we were gonna play in the east coast. And in the south for the next record, especially hopefully. South New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're gonna we're gonna be waiting for you guys. We're gonna want the backstage passes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we're gonna play at the Trump Casino <laughs> when it's for his demolition. <laughs> right before it gets yes. demolished. Yeah, <laughs> with a wrecking ball. Yeah. <laughs> You'll play during the wrecking of the building. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> love it. Love it. Oh, that's great. What do you guys are you guys uh, looking forward to uh, Christmas? We were supposed to take a to have a trip, yeah, to a very nice place uh, in California, but now I'm not sure it's going to happen because yeah. of all of this. So, where where was the very nice place in California? It's a Danish city actually called Solvang, and uh, it's old Danish architecture and uh, pastries all around town. Yeah, it's the uh, the little city of Santa Claus in California, <laughs> basically. <laughs> That sounds super cool. Super cool. It's not very no. rock and roll, though. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe we can trash the Airbnb if you want. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be working. I'll be working my my retail job. That's what I'll yeah, be doing. And I get my sons. I do get to see my sons for the holidays, so that'll be fun. Great. That's cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it right. But yeah, it's, it's weird. Even this past summer when they were up, like we couldn't go out much. We I did get to take them to the beach, but it, we couldn't go to the movies like we normally do. It's 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 I but I bought I would buy like every week I'd buy a stack of DVDs for us to watch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. To try to give them something like <laughs> to do. We also had like a hurricane in the middle of the oh, summer. So. We had a, no, I think it was a tornado. A tornado. Like, <laughs> right in the middle of the summer, like trees just ripped, just uprooted. It was crazy. Power was out. I think yeah. you had power out for like three, four days. Three days. And that's uh-huh. the thing too. Like these, these kids, these poor kids are already stuck inside and like, now we're going to board games and I'm teaching them how to sew and it's just like <laughs> and they're like this sucks I just want Fortnite back daddy <laughs> best year ever yes yes <laughs> guys well, thank you so what do much we need for now? aliens that's it that's it that's the next step that's that's the end of the year just aliens <laughs> <laughs> or meteors or, or both or both or dinosaurs <laughs> i want dinosaurs back oh I, yeah i said <laughs> er, earlier by january trump is going to be uh tweeting about all the aliens the government has been hiding yeah so <laughs> we'll know I all that, that. stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like saying all the secrets. <laughs> yeah. Guys, thank you so much for talking to us. It's been a blast. Thank, thank you. you so much. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> so much cool. fun. Where can everybody find you guys? 
uh, yardofblondes.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, of course. Uh, that's Those are the main outlets. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, guys. When the show goes up and all, I will send you all the links. Awesome. Thanks so much. No problem. Have a good night, guys. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Bye. See you guys. We'll be back in a few with Kevin and Kevin. Kevin Israel and Kevin Goatee from Gutting the Sacred Cow Podcast. Awesome. It's been Fucking a while. Can't wait. It's been too long. Kevin. Oh. oh, I got them both. Got the <laughs> right. Yeah. What is happening, boys? What's up, guys? Yeah. <laughs> You're looking beautiful as ever. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's a gorgeous gentleman. <laughs> how are Happy you guys? Gents. How, how long yeah. have you guys been doing the show? Oh, year and a couple months now. O- October 2019 is when we started. Nice. How did it come about? Was it just a, a drunk Zoom call? No, I had this brainchild. I I thought I want to do another podcast. Are we recording yet? Or again, do I have to wait to fucking? Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, no, okay. we've been recording the entire, the entire. like trying. Oh, like, yeah. our to... pre-show shit. Yeah, yeah. In your, the... pre- in your pre-po meetings are also for posterity. Cool. <laughs> yeah, the pre the, the pre uh, tech support that will all go like yeah. on the yeah. yeah, it's all up. Yeah. So how it came about was I wanted to do another podcast. I had done a few podcasts before. Um. With little to no success. And I wanted to do a movie one, but here's the thing. There are 8 million fucking podcasts out there movie-wise, and it's the same dumb bullshit. It's four dudes kicking around a a table drinking beer like, yeah, man, um, Star Wars is better than Empire. Fuck you. Empire is better than Jedi. Jedi is better than Star Wars. Like, no one cares about your dumb opinions. Like, that's just some – unless you're a huge name, no one gives a fuck. So – I thought, you know what? Let's let's have some fun here. Let's try and, and and all these films that people love or that are financially successful or even critically acclaimed. I mean, I, I don't know how many conversations I've had with people. Kevin, this is the same story applies for him as well. It's just like that movie sucks. It's so overrated or just flat out sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's a sacred cow, hence that that where that comes in. And it's just like you know, let's have some a place where people can have the balls to come on and really try and take down these sacred cows and explain like, you know what? No, the emperor doesn't, is not really wearing any clothes. This film sucks upon rewatch or, or you know what? You're wrong. You're an asshole. This film is still excellent. And it's uh, you're just a douche. And that's how it came about. I threw it out there on Facebook one day and then Kevin Israel, my uh, trusty and esteemed co-host, just answered the post. I said, hey, I'm looking for a co-host for a movie podcast. And he goes, in. And then Kevin and I have been knowing each other for a, a while. Yeah. Um, and we've been back and forthing on films on Facebook here and there. I go, you know what? I just, it just, it's like when you're, you know, you're dating a chick. Like, you know, like, you know what's up. I go, as I talked to, yeah, so now we're fucking Kevin. How do you like that? Well, I, 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 I Ke- no Kevin pride. G, I'm going to, I'm going to like uh, Kevin G and Kevin I. So Kevin G, but you didn't know because you still were like, anybody want to do this? Kevin, I knew. Ah, <laughs> Oh, oh, all right. Are you trying to go bet on me. my own fucking story, you piece of shit? <laughs> Hilarious. You just the script. <laughs> you did. No, Israel's got a good uh, good nose for this stuff, and uh, well, I'll let him tell the story. Fuck it. Yeah. No, I I've done a I've done a I mean it's a, it's the same story. I've done a bunch of podcasts. None of them really to really took off, and uh, yes, and it takes you know I mean it just takes. A certain you guys know it takes a certain chemistry and a, a certain willingness to put the time in. Yeah, and 
Kev had a great idea. We have we've had fun banter over Facebook. We've we've agreed. We've clashed. And when he brought it up, I was like, that would be a lot of fun. And it is a it is a cool idea. And it, as as I put it in one sentence, for every great movie, there's somebody who thinks it's crap. And we find that person and bring them on, and they piss off our entire audience. And it just it it's the, it's a great cycle. Cool. <laughs> oh, that's great. Why is why is podcasting such a hard hard grind? Such a hard thing to to get going. Because you have to slog through so many, so much shit to get noticed. That's why. Yeah. It's just again, and I'll, and I'll sound conceited. I know we have a great product. I've been, I've been told that so many times. All of our guests, all people I don't even barely know who get turned on to it. For example, I did uh, Anthony Cumia's show three hours ago, four hours ago, and one of the guy, one of the fans, messaged me on Facebook the second the show ends. He's like, "Dude, your show is." I listen listen to three podcasts: Zach Amico's, Anthony and Dave, Kuma, the, the Anthony Cumia show, yeah. um, go to the movies, and you. He goes, "You guys are have it all perfected out," and he's quoting some of the shit we say back to us. Like, I know we've got a winner. Now the key is. Again, slogging through the garbage podcast of the area, the ones that are just kind of half-assing. Are like we're, we know we're good. We just need to get the time in and the word out there. And I know we're gonna we're gonna soar to the top without question. I have no doubt in saying that. It's it's super hard. I feel like we're we're almost on the radar after doing it seven years. Like it, it's a hard <laughs> grind, hard grind, man. Maybe if you fire Slim, you might get there faster. <laughs> I was thinking of that. I was thinking of that. Uh, I, I'm going to try. I almost, I almost got you, Slim. <laughs> God damn. I'll, I'll cut myself after the show. <laughs> have, you guys, have you guys ever disagreed on a movie? Have you guys ever gone head-to-head on a movie? We have. We have. And, in fact, that was one of the questions the guys asked us today. The one movie that always stands out to me is Spaceballs. I fucking hate Spaceballs. He loves Spaceballs. I love that Spaceballs. Jeff Ballard guested Spaceballs, and that's what, what, what spawned the whole uh, issue. Yeah, that's like the real one. Oh, I would say, I guess, Ace Ventura as well. I love Ace Ventura, and he hates Ace Ventura. Uh, I fucking love Ace Ventura. <laughs> I feel like yeah. comedies comedies are probably the most polarizing because comedy is so subjective yes. that what you think is funny, somebody else might think is stupid. And yeah. it's, it's, it's easy for everybody to love Shawshank Redemption or Back right. to the Future, but comedy is very divisive. Yeah. And so, you know, you're you're bound to clash. And and I get the, I get the arguments against Spaceballs. I do. But I still watch it and laugh my ass off. And, I, yeah. You know. I watched the last summer with my kids and still still was dying at some of the stuff. Like, I think it was Major Asshole was one of the characters. And uh, it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. And it doesn't have to make sense. Comedy doesn't have to make sense for, for it to be good. You're right, except for Napoleon Dynamite, where it doesn't oh. make sense, nor is it funny. <laughs> that, that is one that's just a complete piece of shit, and I love that you guys Thank trashed you. it, because I've never even, when it was at its, what was it? at its peak, Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. Oh, yeah, I think I, I remember, I was in high school when that was a big thing, and I watched like five minutes of it, and I was like, what the I've fuck is never this shit? Gotten it yet. It's awful. So we, haven't, it's we haven't found a lot of people that loved it, but the people who do are like, will die on the stake for it. It's yeah. crazy. And they, but they still can't explain why it's funny. They just say it go. is. Oh, oh. I think I was a, a senior in high school, so I was probably 17 when it first came out. And like a lot of the kids in my school liked it. Um, oh. So I don't know you if it's just a like an age school group. then. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. I'm not denying that at all. We're in the middle of the Pine Barrens. So like that's yeah, it just made sense for them all to like it. <laughs> 
he's in Napoleon Dynamite country. Yeah. They were all like, we relate to this character. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> it is. It's, it's, I wish I wish a big forest fire would go through the Pine Barrens and take off your dumb uh, schoolmates, whatever you want to call them, classmates. <laughs> oh, yeah. The South, South Jersey. Jersey. Me too. Me too. That yeah. makes complete sense. <laughs> What a you're living on the outer rim of LBI, you uh you chromosome short. <laughs> oh, dude. Ten minutes past seventy two. Once you go past the parkway exit, it's game over, baby. <laughs> Once you pass that target right there, forget it. That is the Mason Dixon line. That's that target is a safe zone. The target line <laughs> target is, is all that all that it's the green zone where where you can't it's, you can't fire upon. But that's target's cool. I love on we go to Target before I go to LBI when we go every year, but shit after that man yeah. it is like the wild west and tumbleweeds and and people from the hills have eyes fucking hanging out there you go mile down you got neighbor buys a shitty pickup truck to tow his already broken down shitty pickup truck you're in the pines that's yeah. we just described all of jeff dunham's fan group Way to go. <laughs> there goes two-thirds of the country oh <laughs> whoops <laughs> It's Larry the Cable Guy country down here. Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. There's too many Trump signs on the yards around here. <laughs> That's all I know. You don't say. Still. <laughs> still. Still. On the yards and on the on the Jeeps, on the, on the trucks driving around. Oh, I don't get the, uh, I'm from South Jersey, but I, I, I wear Carhartts and I, I, got, a, I got a monster truck. I, I don't get it. I no, get me it. neither. Because you uh, you cross 195 and you go past the Mason Dixon. That's how it works. <laughs> it's like it's like a time warp. Do you guys have anything special planned for Christmas as far as movie movies? That go? is the best segue Ooh. I've heard all day. Did you set that up, Kev? Did you? No, not one bit. I did not wait Gretzky to Yari Curry him 87 Edmonton Oilers. It's a great sports reference for all you sports fans. What are we doing for Christmas? I'm doing the same thing I would be doing, except I guess my in-laws is going to be a little more scaled down. They have this. There, they have a big. Um, her, my wife's cousin has this huge house in the middle. I forgot where Somerset County, and like seven or eight families combined. That's not happening this year. So I'm just going to my in-laws one day, Christmas Eve night with uh, her sister and her kids, and then Christmas Day I'm going to my parents with my brother and sister and their kids and shit, and that's it. What about for the show though? Any any good Christmas movies? That's what I was talking about. The setup. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't catch it. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up, Rob. Because next week we're doing a film that is very well revered and loved during the holiday season. Okay. And we even flipped the script by having me sit in and gut it, as Kevin gutted the, did one before he did The Shining. I sat down and just recorded this not even two nights ago. I'm gonna sit down. I did sit down and gut. A Christmas Story, one of the worst pieces of shit that this film has ever seen. Oh, thank you for the applause. Fuck that yeah. film is insanely overrated. That I said in the yeah. podcast, that film is if the writers from Napoleon Dynamite wrote a Christmas film. <laughs> I've never gotten it. I've never thought yeah. it. Oh, it never got more than a chuckle, if that, out of me. It is war crimes at the Hague <laughs> level of torture. That's how bad it is. I don't even know. It's the Geneva Convention. I don't even know if I watched ever watched the whole thing through. I just remember 
like the uh, special education classes that I was in would show it all the time. So we watched it every Christmas in school. All the time, like my stepfather was obsessed with, with it, but I only remember like you'll shoot your eye out. Lick I remember pole. the licking the pole, and I think a the lamp. lamp. The a lamp. Fucking yes. lamp. That's all I remember. Yep. Oh, and I'm like, this movie, movie pretty much sucks. <laughs> it right? sucks. Like, Didn't they have a sequel to heard, it too? I just heard Bill Schultz's ears and, and, and hair just spring out in anger. <laughs> if somebody knocks on the morning door, show on, on, on Anthony's hour, Bill sat in and co-hosted with Kevin as I decided to sit down and and fillet this thing surgically. Yeah. Surgically, I will. Add. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a killer episode, and it's perfectly timed for the holidays. Yes. <laughs> if you if you, next week, every, nobody's doing anything anyway. You're all if you're working, you're not working. Is this it's a great time to listen to this monster episode? <laughs> yeah. That's hysterical. Is this so? What channel is it that it marathons on every Christmas? TNT. And it still does that. They st- they're still fucking doing that. I don't that. know because I have better things to do with my time than waste it <laughs> watching that piece of shit. I'll wait for ne- I'll wait for Christmas Vacation to come on. That I'll watch. Dude, Ad that's Wilson, a movie. Not that. Christmas Vacation, Elf, any of those, any of those. Not yeah. fucking Christmas Story. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. You I guys, remember since just... you guys are in Jersey, down in Jersey. You guys should come up to our live show. We're gonna do on January twenty third. We're doing it in Clifton. Up, uh, write that down. Right by Giant Stadium, ten minutes, not even five minutes away. We're doing a live show. We're having Bill and Joanne from the Morning Show on Compound Media. They're coming over, and Joanne picked. You ready for this film that she wants to shit on? The Karate Kid. It's a good film. Whoa, that that's, that's a good one. Really I was thinking that earlier today because to, yeah. I feel like you're either gonna love it or hate it with that one. I fucking yeah. love the Karate Kid. So we're gonna we're gonna watch the movie in the theater, and then we're we're gonna do a show after that. So get your tickets now at guttingthesacredcow.com. Cool, cool. I I love I love the crowd. So I don't know. I'd love to see you guys. Come on up. Yeah, definitely. We will have to look at our schedules and try to make it out to that. But um, I don't want to spoil any of your Karate Kid opinions. Karate Kidisms. But but what do you guys think of uh, Cobra Kai? I love it. I I fucking love it. it. It's very. It's 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 the tone is like perfect. Yeah. It's, It's such a it's such a great callback and extension of the movie it's it's just pitch perfect just a, the the character development in like johnny lawrence i thought was amazing yes. like the first film him being the villain and them kind of flipping the script on that was just something people have theorized for years right. that like he's really the hero of the story and they just did a great job of like daniel just comes off as a cunt but then there's other points where you're like i kind of like him he's all right (laughs) (laughs) they just it's it's really fucking good do you guys know that uh daniel well not daniel whatever ralph macchio is now the same age as pat morita was when he did the karate kid no i didn't know that that is crazy that's That's crazy and pat morita's dead Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I'm thinking of writing was, a movie called. She was cr- still hot. What other, what other, what other obvious things can we state? Bob is a master of ending conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he's dead. Uh, Moving on. Dead. <laughs> I'm a destroyer. Uh, I was thinking of writing a movie <laughs> called The Chronicle. Just on the fringe of making it. <laughs> <laughs> he can always listen. If he doesn't make it here, he can always get stunt double work as Pete Davidson's stand-in. Yeah. <laughs> 
you're the you're the prince of Staten Island, Rob. <laughs> uh, Kevin G, you drinking a chip bottom beer over there? I oh. am. I love All it. Right. I, I get the, again it's the LBI stuff. I love it. I brought a whole bunch back with me um, when I went down there a few months ago. I, I like what I don't know, ten left. Just looked over there. It's my stash. Yeah, I love a chip bottom lager. It's my, one of my favorites. Okay, so the lager you're drinking. Yeah, the lager. They also okay, cool. ship them up here. If you call the brewery, there are certain liquor stores. There's one in Paramus I also got a bunch from before before I went down there, and they sell them up there. They'll ship them up there, and I just have to go and, and scoop them up there. But, yeah, love the uh, love the ship bottom lager. The brewery's yeah. great. The brewery is like a five-minute walk from our house when we go down there. That's awesome. Nice. What, uh, what are you drinking, Kevin and I? I don't, you know what? I was, uh, I was running late and putting this together, so I didn't even have time to grab a drink. Uh, <laughs> oh. But I, I t- I'm typically a Guinness guy. Okay. What about you, Slim? What do you got? Uh, drinking a Sierra Nevada Celebration Ale, which if you've never had that, you should have it. It's amazing. You should have it. <laughs> what do you got, Rob? Uh, absinthe and Heineken. What absinthe, absinthe and Heineken? Heineken? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You must be on a yeah. super Dutch kick right now. Because <laughs> I was in Amsterdam and I drank absinthe, and boy, oh boy, that shit is potent. <laughs> But not Rob, we're in the gross. studio with him. I always, yeah. always got the absinthe. David, the producer, turned me on to absinthe, and it's been a downhill spiral. Oh, that's right. You guys know David, the producer. That's our dude. We love he's that guy. So awesome. yeah, he's awesome. Isn't he the best? Yeah. Uh, he's done the show twice, too. He, he did Goonies and Dirty Dancing. Uh, Goonies, for a while, was the most controversial episode. I don't agree I'm with pretty... the Goonies. I, I, I enjoy the Goonies. I still watch it with one of my sons every summer, and I, I get a little kick out of it. I get a yes. kick out eh. of it. Why don't you watch or listen to our episode or watch the episode, and uh, you may change your mind. <laughs> I, I'm curious. So, what movie um, have you guys uh, covered that you both were really surprised that the other person didn't like? That is a good question. Let me pull them up. Let me, Kevin, stall for me while, while I pull up our list of uh, stuff we've done. Uh, so, when you say the other person, you mean the uh, the guest that we bring? Yeah, on the, the guest. What was like the the one opinion where you were like, oh no, like there's no way you're you're just you know insane. What? It's funny. Kevin and I talk about this constantly. This podcast has ruined so many movies for me. It's almost <laughs> ruined movie watching because there's yeah. so many. There were a number of movies that I was like, oh. When Kev told me who the guest what the guest picked, I was like, "Ah, oh, this is gonna be great! I get to watch it again. This guy's an asshole, gonna tear him apart." The first, the, the two that immediately jumped to mind are Face Off and uh, Batman Returns. Yeah, both of those movies I went into being like, I I remember really, I mean, I knew Face Off was a bad movie, but I remember enjoying it, even though it was bad. And Batman Returns, I remember loving. I thought yeah, I thought Batman Returns was fantastic, and both of them on the rewatch, I was like, "Yeesh." Wow. They did not hold up. And then once we had the episode and the guest came on and tore it apart, I, you know, I, I really changed my view of these movies. And it, it's it's kind of shitty. It's like it's like killing your innocence. <laughs> yes! you know what? We do it for our listeners. <laughs> Some of the ones that surprised me how bad they were. All right. I'm going to go down the list. I'm going to start yelling them out. Bad, 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 bad. Um, Inception was one. Really? I don't yeah. like it when I saw that. I still like Inception. I didn't. It, again, it, it, it is the, the Emperor's New Clothes of that one. Uh, <laughs> right. Let's see what else is next that they that we were surprised. I like Scream. I People don't – Kevin didn't like Scream. I still like Scream. I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate Fight Club. Kevin loved Fight Club. I love, I love that Fight Club. Club. We're split on 
I hate that one. Uncut Gems, I like it. Some people don't. I would say another God, what ones they hated? Uh, Step Brothers, awful. Love it. I've oh, never seen it. Love the Step Brothers. Dante Riley, you can never go yeah. wrong. Well, guess what? They did. Uh, <laughs> next one. Oh, here you go. This one's uh, here's one that surprises both kind of sort of was X Men, the first X Men. Oh, film. that was really just that just crushed my heart. Right, because I, I remember I that as being. I saw that in theaters when I was a kid, and I remember Perfect. fucking love it. But I've Good. I've never yeah. went back and watched it. So I guess Watch on the again. rewatch, it's it's bad. Yeah. Well, it's, you know what? It's more just a matter of Marvel has gotten it so right with so many other movies now. That you go back and you look at what they were trying to do, that it the movie's just it, the dialogue's bad, the plot is kind of bad, the it's just the costumes are cheesy, yeah. like it's just all it's it was it was like the first time you had sex. You remember it being great, but if you ever had to go back and watch it again, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> Roger. Kevin, I though I'm curious. Kevin G said you didn't like. Scream. I just rewatched Scream recently and I Ooh. still fucking love it. Like what do you not like yeah. about Scream? I uh, it and it, you know what? I don't I don't like it for what it actually is intends to be. It's supposed to be this kind of campy spoof making fun of other horror movies. Right. And it just plays out so just so badly. Like the characters are all just ridiculous. The settings are all the, the whole scene. They they tr there are points where it tries to be a serious horror movie, and then there's just points where the two of them are stabbing each other at the end, and neither of them, he doesn't die. And it's like, what the hell's going on in this movie? The best part of that movie is the first four minutes with Drew Barrymore, and then after that, the movie just takes a giant shit. <laughs> Oh, you, you you love Rose McGowan and her titties getting stuck in the garage door. Dude, that I was did. great. <laughs> and I love the scene of those two guys stabbing each other. I thought that was <laughs> great. <laughs> the strongest like, garage door you opener ever. <laughs> yeah, that was the strongest one. Those things came in hold of a goddamn Labradoodle, let alone a fucking 120-pound woman. <laughs> I rewatched it recently because we, we got to interview Jamie Kennedy, yeah, so I was watching... On. A bunch of uh, Jamie Kennedy films. And, uh, Why would his... you torture yourself with that? <laughs> <laughs> for guest prep. <laughs> for, 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 for slim. For They're committed to their art. Yes. I, I can't believe you got Jamie Kennedy. What was he doing after he was bagging groceries at Whole Foods? Um, He slept in a dumpster and then did a comedy special. <laughs> yeah, right outside special. the dumpster. He just like is releasing a comedy special, I think. It's, yeah. It's, it's very recent. It's called yeah. Outside the Dumpster. <laughs> if COVID is taught us anything if you have any kind of fame at any point in your life netflix will give you a comedy special <laughs> his was Ain't tubi his was on tubi speaking of actually real quick on jamie kennedy i'm 98 sure it was him you can go google to double check he did a documentary called heckler right and it was about know. he was you know did stand up and people were just heckling him and you you want the idea is for people to get sympathy for him, but in the end, the hecklers were just right. Like, he's terrible, and he couldn't prove that he wasn't. It was so it, – it went out and completely went against what the goal was to make it. I'm 98% sure it was, another comedian, was, was called heckler. Uh, coming from another comedian saying the hecklers are right does not <laughs> – right. does not uh, bode well. Bode well for Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> Poor yeah, Jamie. I mean, he got, he got put in his place pretty, pretty badly. Again, he's made it – I have him. What the fuck do I know? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I watched the special and I wasn't 
I wasn't too. Oh, uh, yeah. It was... It, it was almost like a cry for yeah, help. Yeah, it is Jamie Kennedy. I am right. It is Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the interview was great. But the he interview was, was really great cool to talk to. It was to Jamie him. Kennedy. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, he, did he talk about how he stole about three pairs of Nev Campbell's panties from the Scream set and, and sniffs them and or tries to sell them on, on eBay? <laughs> no. no. We got to call Allegedly. back. <laughs> Allegedly. I'm kidding. I made that up. That's complete horseshit. Guys, we have to wrap it up. I'm seriously Googling that right now. (laughs) Jamie Kennedy is telling us we have to wrap this up, (laughs) guys. Jamie Kennedy says we can't talk to you guys There's no evidence. It's a joke, kids. There you go. We love you guys. We're going to be find you guys. Kevin, you, you go first. Uh, Well, you can find us on guttingthesacredcow.com where we have blogs every day. We put out new blogs every day on different topics from top 10 lists to movie news to movies we've watched that we're helping you avoid or telling you to watch. And like Kev said, we have our uh, January 23rd live show coming up at the AMC in Clifton, New Jersey, which is going to be amazing with Bill and Joanne from The Morning Show on Compound Media. It's going to be hysterical. It's going to be fun. And when can you get to watch The Karate Kid in the movie theater? Whether you love it or hate it, that's going to be a great experience in itself. And there are limited tickets because we're doing the whole social distancing COVID stuff to keep you safe while you have fun. So uh, that and uh, and then you can find me at KevinIsrael.com and my album The Struggle Is Real on iTunes and everywhere else you get comedy stuff. It's a good album. Yeah, all that what Kevin said. And also, if you haven't had the chance to, for all your listeners who are new, hey, we really appreciate if you gave us a two to three sentence review on the podcast platform of your choice that you listen to podcast on. Five star rating. That shit really does help. In fact, we hit... Number 32, uh, a week or two ago, on iTunes Top 100 Film film uh, film Podcasts. Nice. So we're getting kind of sort of somewhere, but we need all the help we can get. If you want to advertise with us, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com, GTSC Podcast on Twitter, and we're on Facebook and Instagram, and, and hell, Tumblr, only because it just copies automatically from Instagram. Who's kidding who? But uh, <laughs> Kevin on Grindr, and yeah. Facebook, yeah. Twitter, Instagram. But yeah, come to the live show. Bottom line. And awesome. oh, yeah, if you're looking to get some late Christmas gifts for your friends or family, we've got merch. Guttingthesacredcow.com merch store. Come get a long sleeve shirt, uh, shirt, hat, bag, cell phone holder, mug. Who cares? It's all there. Check it out. Cool. And then uh, when, when, whenever uh, whenever COVID is uh, cured and eradicated Ooh. from the world, hopefully we can have you both in studio again because it's Hell been yeah. some time. It's been, a, it's been a minute. Let's all get vaccinated together. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we will do it live on the internet. <laughs> it's not gay if you're, at, if you're vaccinated. <laughs> is that what you kids call it these days <laughs> it's okay if you're back damn right all right have a good night guys later guys be take good care, take care thank you thank you thank you guys talk soon all right love the kevin yeah they're amazing don't get a third kevin because that would be three k's you, only want, <laughs> you don't want more than two k's that's all i know fucking k's. no no more than two all right. k's we're uh, taking a short break. No, wait. We'll oh, be back next week. I'm sorry. We'll see you we'll next back. week. And then uh, and then we take a and break then... after that. But tune in next one time. Nope. Mm. Oh, my God. I, mm. I wish we could suck on each other. I want to suck on you, too. I'm going to suck you so hard. Suck me. C- can we do this? Are, are we allowed to do this? I don't care. I just want you. Fuck all of this. Let's just get the hell out of here and be whatever the fuck we want. That's evolution. That's progress. I want a family. Can we have a family? Yeah.
I'm more alive than I've ever been. Oh, 